Good afternoon. Welcome to my podcast. I am Dr. Connexpert. I am ready to talk about some some really intrinsic concepts when it comes to relationships. The last time we talked, we talked about our attitudes toward people, and we also talked about how uh, how our, what our attitude is like and how that attitude reflects and how people receive us as a result of our attitudes. So today we want to get into our feelings about people. Now, understand that uh, when I say your feelings about people, I'm not just talking about um, amorous feelings. I'm not just talking about um, anger and the like. I want to talk about some very intrinsic concepts. And the first one I want to talk about is trust. Trust is a very, very important concept. And when you understand what trust is all about, it makes it easier to do, as with any concept. I want to say this before we get before we get started. Many times, it, when when people uh, talk to us about uh, dealing with relationships, there is a great deal of denial that happens, and I want you to be aware that life is reciprocal. In other words, if we use another spiritual principle, karma. <clears throat> we tend to put out into the universe those things that we are receiving. And likewise, we tend to not put out those things we are not receiving. And we it's easy to blame others for the fact that we either are receiving uh, adversity or we're not receiving enough. Well, this concept that we're talking about today is along that line. See, most of us have been told or are under the impression that trust has to be earned. And that's true, but it's not the complete story. And the reason I say it's not the complete story is that trust doesn't start at the moment the person starts to Uh, do whatever they do. Trust starts before that. And I'll give you an example. Whenever two people are meeting for the first time, there is a measure of trust that they give each other. Face value. And in order to uh, grab onto the concept, appreciate the last time you met somebody new and I'm not just talking let's 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 segment this so that it can make sense somebody of the same gender okay there's a measure of trust you give them at the moment you meet them there are different levels of trust there's a platonic trust uh, the kind of trust that says Um, I'm going to assume that because your body posture is not saying aggression, your facial expression is not saying aggression, I'm not hearing anything adverse, you're not approaching me in an adverse way, I'm going to trust that you will not hurt me. That's a platonic trust. Then there's uh, a more intimate type 
where I'm going to trust you to allow you to talk to me. That's a level of trust. Because many times, if there is no trust, then uh, nothing they say is going to mean anything. In fact, when you really don't trust people, you don't want to be in the proximity that they are. So let's let's deal with that. The first one is the uh, platonic. Then there's proximity trust, which, you know, I'm going to allow you into my space. Then after after that meeting will determine if there's going to be a deeper level of trust. In other words, I'm going to uh, divulge certain pieces of information to you about myself. I'm going to allow you to uh, hear some of my thoughts. And I'm going to allow you to be into my intimate spaces, for example, my home. I'm going to allow you to have my phone number. I'm going to allow you to um, <clears throat> to read some things that maybe I've written or access some things. Like in high school, it was people shared a locker. That was a type of intimate trust. Um, there were things that people used to read each other's journals and diaries. Um, and those things are intimate trust, the deeper levels. Now, you might be thinking, well, every relationship has those, and that is true. But some types of intimacy leads to other types of intimacy. There's a a level of trust that as you enter the intimate realm, you recognize that uh, the type of the the type of the gender signature means that there's uh, boundaries that you don't cross in your levels of intimacy. Uh, those relationships that are around you, for example, your parental uh, trust issues, your sibling issues, um, even those in other areas of the family, other relationships in the family. They provide us with boundaries that let you know that there's only so much, only so deep you can go with this intimacy thing. Now we want to shift over to the opposite sex, opposite gender. Now it is it is said well that most types of trust are set up in stages. They'll start asking a series of questions. It is almost like a script. There's a script that the the male will uh, divulge in, and there's a script that the female will divulge in and as they put they they read the scripts of their psyche and their consciousness to each other then there's that level of acceptance or not acceptance of that trust and not trust and so we're at the stage where uh there's phone numbers exchanged and there's uh there's private details that are that no one else would know then with male and female it tends to become physically intimate and there again, another level of trust. Now, we might at this juncture, we're not that far in, and we might want to consider these factors. That trust is not earned. Trust is given based on your perception of that person's actions. So, what are you saying, Doc? I'm saying that 
most of us believe that someone's earning trust, but they're really not. They're really not earning trust. What they're doing is just doing what they do. And so when you say you trust somebody, what is that based on? Is that based on the the reality of the person or is that based on how you see them? And what you believe based on what you've seen, they will do or not do. This is important because, you know, as a person who is, who counsels families, the one thing that happens uh, quite often in my counseling is one of the parties will say, the other one cheated on me, so I don't trust him. Okay, so the question next becomes, so what were you trusting him to do? And of course, the script comes out. Well, I trusted him to consider me and only me, and I'm the only person they should be thinking about, and I'm the only person that they should be uh, intimate with physically. And here's the question. The question is, did you make that clear or is that understood? See, there are some things that we have to come down to brass tacks about when it comes to relationship. You need to be clear and you need to make it what they say perfectly clear that this is what you desire, what you want. You should never assume that a person is going to be loyal to you and faithful to you just because he is or she is at the present if you're establishing a relationship remember something you're already trusting you're already trusting you trusted them to to uh be in your space you trusted them to give you information by the by means of talking you trusted them by giving your phone number and intimate other communication details you trusted them by allowing them to experience the same things you experience and hear those things that are going on in your head so there's a lot of trusting going on and it is only when one party disappoints the other party that all of a sudden the trust is broken well you've already done a whole lot of trusting and you can't take it back So we want to consider this. Before I say, and this ought to be your confession, before I say I trust you, I really have to trust you. In other words, I can't have any reservations about what you might do or what you might not do. Okay? Now, most, most people have a misunderstanding of what love is well trust and love those are two different things but if you love someone trust is it automatically rides the same train and the minute you stop trusting them then it's a safe it's a safe bet that you will stop being loving so you can love somebody and not trust them but it's kind of a paradox because if you conduct yourself in a way that doesn't demonstrate trust most of those methods are also not loving. So this is why people, when they uh, have a have infidelity as a part of their relationship, or they call it cheating and, and the like, when a person uh, does that, they go back and they question all of the times they did trust, as if they should have known in the for, from the introduction that that person was going to uh, be unfaithful 
which is not a fair assessment. However, some of the things that you should be looking for, okay? If we're looking for past patterns of conduct, remember people can act very trustworthy until they're not trustworthy. They could put up an act just like any attitude, aptitude, action, or behavior. They can act in any way that they think you would be impressed with. Problem is they can't keep it up. So let's talk about trust for the minute. Trust for the minute. Let's let let's talk about that. And let's understand that there are some things you can say to a person to demonstrate that you can't trust and that you shouldn't be trusting them. Okay? I'm going to give you a few, but I'm sure you have plenty. For the men, if you want to find out if you're um, this woman is trustworthy, tell her something that you haven't told anyone else. Something that is benign. In other words, if if it got out, it wouldn't be a big deal. And see if she's told anybody after a week. Okay? And you'll find that if she has close girlfriends, she's already told them. She's close with her family members, she's already told them. Okay? Now the trick is if I can say the word trick, the, the, the idea the idea is that you do it and you don't tell her that you're doing it. And you don't have to you don't have to go asking around. You don't have to do any of that. Because remember something, the law, the world is reciprocal. So if it goes out, it's going to come back. And it never comes out at the time that you anticipate. For the ladies, if you want to know if a guy's trustworthy, give him something. Give him something and tell him to hold on to it. Okay? Tell him to keep it on his person all the time. Okay? If he's trustworthy, it doesn't matter when you ask him. If you ask him next week, he's going to have it on him. If you ask him two weeks from now, he's going to have it on him. Six months from now. See, if you can wait that long. Sometimes it doesn't take that long. Probably the next day. See? And I want you to understand something. Is that the reason why I'm saying that is because women have a challenge with keeping things quiet because they are very communicative. And if she can't restrain her talking, when it comes to something that has to do with you, she can't be trusted. And guys become possession-oriented. Okay, They tend to lord over things, just like a lion and a pride. To the lord over things. And if you tell him to keep something for you, then not only does he take that and say, he adds that to his priority list when it comes to you. This is why if you can, if you can uh, 
watch a man in your first two years of a relationship. Never tell him that you don't have that he doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to do a particular thing. Never tell him that. Because if you tell him that, then he'll make that part of his mental, his mental orientation. And he'll start looking at all the other things he doesn't have to do. I often say that if you catch a man when he's his most generous and you just keep performing, you will never have to get, you'll never hear the word no from him. Until you what? Until you demonstrate that you're not loyal to him anymore. See, so men are looking for loyalty and women are looking for trust. Are you seeing how that works? So today we're talking about the trust piece. Next, we'll talk about the loyalty piece. Now, trust is very important. And the reason why it's important because trust can be a cornerstone of our psychological operations. Many people buy the things that they buy because they trust the item. They trust those things that it produces. And I'll give you an example. Why, why isn't Toyota the most sold car in America? And it's because Toyota has its moments when it couldn't be trusted. People are buying Hyundais, okay? People who buy Hyundais are completely and totally loyal. Why? Because Hyundai has not given any reason to not be a trustworthy vehicle. There was a time when Fords used to be unpopular because they used to break down on the road. In fact, the acronym Ford was an acronym for found on the road dead. And so many people didn't buy them as a result of that and still are kind of skeptical. So Ford, if you notice, will put more bells and whistles on their vehicles than a whole lot of other cars. Then there's the uh, the idea of the cars that have died and faded away, like the Hugo and the, uh, the Ford Pinto and the uh, AMC Pacer. Oh, people remember those vehicles because they failed the trust test. They failed the trust test. So, in talking about trust when it comes to human beings, the first thing you're going to need to do, and I want you to write these down, these, there are four things you need to do in order to keep and gain the trust of someone. Number one, you need to be a trusting person. Okay? You need to be trusting. If you are the type of person that is not trusting of people, it's highly unlikely that you'll find something trustworthy in someone else. Or you'll make them jump through so many hoops that they'll give up the kite. So you got to be trusting. And in being trusting, you'll be more open and be more receptive. All those positive things that makes a person want to be with another person. People like people who are receptive. People who are warm and and uh, accommodating. People who are approachable. We, all of those things come because if I trust you, I'll be all those things. I don't have anything. I won't hide anything from you because I don't fear being hurt by you. Okay. So the first one is you need to be a trusting individual. The second thing is you need to be compassionate. Compassionate in what way? This is the way I'm talking about. Being compassionate in the understanding that humans are flawed creatures. 
people who make mistakes on a regular basis. And if you don't see something that is exactly perfectly right, compassion says maybe, just maybe, they're having a bad day as opposed to, oh, they're just inadequate and inept. Now, if it comes to a person confessing to being proficient and they fail, then then your choice of using compassion or not, the level of compassion that you'll have, it, it depends. I know for my own self. If somebody tells me that they're proficient at a thing and I see that they're not proficient, I'll never go back. I'll never go back. So, so the first thing you need to be is what? Trusting. Second, you need to be is compassionate. Then the third thing, and this is the most important, is you need to be trustworthy. You need to be trustworthy. And it's it's it, it's a tough sell at times to be trustworthy because sometimes some of the things we do don't look trustworthy. Okay? Like we all care for things in a particular way. Like some of us uh, like cats, others like dogs. And so you may ask your friend who is a dog person to watch your cat. Not very wise, but on occasion you would. Why? Because you think that that person likes cat, likes animals when actuality, no, that's not the case. Okay. But the person who's a dog person who takes care of your cat and your cat is returned to you happier than they left. Okay. That person's trustworthy. Because even though they stand outside of the thing that's natural and normal to them, they still perform in a way that you can be comfortable with. So we want to talk about trust. And the, the last part of this is trust in the in intimacy. Okay. Whenever, and I'm going to say this, whenever a woman linked, what they say, hooks up, will hook up with a guy to the guy he doesn't see it as trusting but she sure does and the problem with that is you probably shouldn't go to certain levels of intimacy without a commitment because some things are permanent okay once you um, have intimacy physical intimacy with someone there's no way you can erase that Okay, we might forget someone we just meet. We might forget someone whom we've known for three or four years, maybe. And we depart from them, we maybe forget. And only certain things that we'll remember. But once you have a physically intimate um, encounter, that's never forgotten. That's never forgotten. And in fact, it is, uh, the science says that, that, uh, Every time you have physical intimacy with someone, that that DNA is still part of your physical body. So, in the case of a woman, where a guy is, you know, a guy is depositing his DNA in her, and then she moves to another guy, and he deposits his DNA in her. Guess what? Guy number two has now come in contact with the DNA of guy number one, and it just continues. It's the same way with women, only what guys do, guys are very tactile and they'll they'll deal with other areas of her body. And there's what I like to call intellectual DNA. 
So if a man touches and he feels a certain texture, then he looks for that certain texture. So he starts to measure others by that texture. So he kind of compiles things that he's had encounters from others. But here's a newsflash that you might not like, that men are typically not monogamous. They have, we have to train ourselves to be that. Whereas a woman is more, monog more monogamous than not. So, woman, if you're going to go to that level of trust with a guy, just remember that if he decides to look at another woman, don't blame him too much because that's part of his nature. The male is designed to reproduce and deposit himself. You are designed as a receiver to nurture. And you can only do it one at a time. It is what it is. So, I'm hoping that you've gotten something from this. Okay, and just remember that you can be a lot less disappointed if you understand that because of the nature of people that there are some things they're going to fail at. And because they're going to fail, if you keep that in your Rolodex that they are going to, that there's a possibility of failure, then you don't get upset when a person does something that displays or demonstrates a lack of trust. Today has been a, a monumental day and I'm hoping that the term trust, you will not throw it around like confetti at a party, but rather keep it in your heart and mind because trust is the way that we know our creator. Trust is the way we build communities and trust is also the way we care about ourselves. If you trust yourself with yourself, then you'll likely take better care of it. This is Dr. Connexpert. It's been a grand day. You all enjoy the rest of it.